common sense. It's not so common anymore. That's why we need Scott Inez more than ever. It's time for Inez Says. Let's do this. I welcome you to the Inez Says Podcast. I am Scott Inez. We appreciate you being here as is usual. Find the podcast and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the WDBO app as well. We're right there on the front page of the WDBO app. And I invite you to join me every single weekday morning. Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. And be sure to stream us outside of Orlando right there in the WDBO app. Okay, let's go ahead and get the pulse of one Brian Kilmeade today on the Inez Says Podcast. You get to hear Brian every weekday after us, 9 to noon on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. And we kick it off today with me asking Brian about President Biden's early morning trip on Thursday to war-torn Israel. President Biden is now in that hornet's nest there in the Middle East. He has touched down in Israel, though the meeting he had with Arab leaders in Jordan has been called off because of the bombing of that hospital in Gaza last night. Israel says wasn't us, wasn't our bombs. And of course, Hamas is pointing the finger at Israel. So what's your take this morning, Brian? Well, I mean, the president just landed and he said, look, by all indications, it it wasn't uh, Israel that hit it. And they provided audio. They provided video. Al Jazeera last night showed a video that that indicated that Islamic Jihad did it. They go back and forth in this translated audio that says, what did you do? You hit straight ahead. Where am I? I'm from the cemetery. Where where did it hit? I think it hit, uh, they don't say the hospital building behind it. It is us. Okay, I'm coming. So then you see the fact that there's no, it doesn't look like an airstrike. There's nothing that hit it around it. It wasn't being targeted. They had no people in the area. So what do you want them to do? I mean, how, how many times do you want him to say it wasn't me? So if there was a murder down the block, you can't just blame me because I was in the area. And if I show you where I was and I provide audio of the people that did it, how may, why should you apologize? Mm-hmm. And that's what the uh, Israel is saying. Plus, keep in mind, the only reason there's an operation there is because of an attack on Israel. So every, the Islamic could, uh, the Hamas is responsible for everything anyway. But having said that, they canceled, the Jordan King canceled, the Egyptian president canceled, Fatah, that loser uh, who's got no power, 14% approval rating, uh, Yasser Arafat's successor, only without the charisma and good looks, he cancels. So now the president gets humiliated, in my view, by this just being a one and done, stay on the ground for eight hours and go back. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be going through the area looking like a leader. Instead, the people that we pump billions of dollars to in free aid just go, yeah, we're walking away without even doing an investigation. Mm-hmm. Oh, Fatah does it three days of mourning. Yeah, that's right. They're doing three days of mourning. Uh, think about how many days of mourning since October 7th the Israelis are dealing with, and they have not taken a day off. Uh, to acknowledge something like this. Listen, be mad at your terrorist groups. They're aiming at your hospitals or don't know how to shoot straight. You're exactly right. And I would tend to side with a group that has respect for life, right? I I would tend to side with an Israel that has told people to leave northern Gaza because we're coming in. You know, I I would not tend to believe a group of savages who brutally murdered and tortured thousands of Israelis a week and a half ago, a group that obviously has no respect for, uh, for human life, both Israeli and Palestinian. So this 
trip now, Brian, to the Middle East has certainly been altered by the uh, Arab leaders canceling the trip by President Biden. I was saying to myself last night, I wonder if he's just going to reverse course and go back to Washington at this point. I mean, it's unbelievable. The communications while they're in the air. Can you imagine what it's really like? Yeah. How do you spin it? Right. Uh, You know, we understand we're going to meet with him at a different time. We're going to put off the meeting. My goodness. The president doesn't have to go there, by the way. This is shuttle diplomacy. Kissinger did it. Nixon didn't. You have a secretary of state for a reason. There's no reason to drop an 80-year-old man in a war zone. Mm. It doesn't help. You already made your statement. People appreciate it. Now it's about the actions. And what happens is it delays all operations. Don't let anyone tell you different. You can't have a ground invasion while the president of the United States is there, Mm -hmm. knowing that it could immediately trigger a northern attack. So, of course, it delays everything. Come on. Yeah. So, I mean, they they play us uh, as if we're really dumb. Yeah. And, you know, we're not as dumb. Maybe we're maybe we're all a little slow. What do you make of all these American based protests, especially on our college campuses backing Hamas? I mean, you're starting to see some pushback now from big money donors to these Ivy League schools saying no Hamas. But has it surprised you that we have seen so many of these protests backing Hamas's slaughtering of uh, the Jewish people? I'm stunned. Uh, how the hell did Hamas get such a PR campaign, underground PR campaign, to sell their cause mm. and to sell against Israel? Knowing the Jewish community here, the success of Israel, the loyalty showed, intelligence and everything else in the past. Yet uh, I'm watching in Times Square. Uh, I watched it three times last, twice last week. And then I see there was dueling protests in downtown by NYU today, yesterday in Washington Square Park. And then we see what's happening in all these so-called elite colleges, Columbia, uh, University of Pennsylvania. Uh, we also have uh, Harvard and Yale. And now there's other colleges as cropping up. It, it's cool to like uh, terrorists. Uh, it's cool to not just believe anything that you see. Oh, Israel makes things up. How do we know that? Where are the dead babies? I guess they didn't happen if, if they don't see the, the – do we have to go sell these, show these gruesome pictures? There's only one side who took 150 hostages. There's only one side that killed 60, uh, uh, 29 Americans. There's only one side that took 14 Americans. I mean, what, what, what more do you need? I'm flabbergasted. And I think that if, you know, if we saw a pro-Al-Qaeda protest after 9-11 – or pro-ISIS protest in 2010, you would have been out. You would have been outrageous. There might even been arrests on the spot. Well, like, okay, freedom of speech. Yeah, technically freedom of speech, but and you have free to be, uh, free to be idiots. But the the fact is, after a massacre that killed Americans and our allies, and I think people from 25 different countries, including, by the way, Russians, mm-hmm. you, you'd think that it's okay to protest? I mean, where are these people's parents? Who's writing these checks to Yale? Yeah. And I love the fact that people are saying, give me their names. Yep. Tell me these people that signed a pro. Uh, we will not hire them at, at Wall Street, at different firms. I, I like it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not into cancel culture, but just show, if you're that proud of it, let me see your name. Yeah. Because when I want to take the whole, I want to get the whole picture of who I'm hiring. Yeah, I agree. We've seen so many examples of higher education failing. This is the pinnacle, though. I mean, something has to be done here. I mean, these parents need to stop sending their kids to these so-called elite schools. And to my knowledge, Brian, Ben Sass up the road here in Gainesville at the University of Florida, the president up there, is really the only college president to come out and say, look, this is crazy. Higher education is failing in the United States of America. I would say absolutely, uh, but I just don't know where to start. Mm. I mean, we used to say, why don't you like America? Well, who's teaching history classes? Now 
it's like, why don't you understand who our allies are? And then, you know, I see, I don't think it's an immigration issue here, but they got a huge immigration issue in the U.K. Mm. I mean, I'm watching, um, I'm watching these protests. These are all uh, Middle Easterners protesting, taking over major cities, dominating London, stopping traffic. And that's what they get from welcoming in refugees, a bunch of disloyal, um, detached uh, people that no, no, don't want to assimilate. They want to bring their values to the West. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, even in Jordan, Jordan says, I don't want any Palestinians. Egypt says, I don't want any Palestinians. But you want us to take Palestinians? Yeah. I give Ron DeSantis credit for saying, don't send them here. People say, well, that's kind of abrupt. Well, it's not really abrupt. We have a huge immigration problem. We've got a broken border. And he said, maybe it's too sweeping, but I understand the sentiment. He said, even if you're, they're not terrorists, I'm not saying they're terrorists, they're anti-Semitic. That's what they're taught. Mm-hmm. We don't have time to, for more uh, hate groups to come into our country. Yep. So I'm not, I'm not going to go try to get these guys therapists. Mm. Uh, we're, just, we're keeping them out now. Can we possibly look out for our own interests for once? Mm. Amen to that, brother. Real quick before I let you go, uh, it, it's been a couple of weeks. Still don't have a Speaker of the House. Is this the sausage being made in government, or is this just a clown show on the part of the Republicans at this point? I'll take the latter. Uh, this is These are a bunch of people, you know, when— when uh, we watched Kevin McCarthy go through what he went through with 15 rounds, they said, well, Kevin McCarthy, man, how desperate is he to be speaker? We didn't fully understand, me included, how divided this caucus was and how there was really only one guy to do this, to have the, have the wherewithal to withstand it, have the pride to do it, and understand that he was the only one that could pull it off. And to agree to what he agreed to, and have Nancy Pelosi say, yeah, you know, John Boehner and I had the same thing for a while. Don't worry about that motion to vacate. You know, our party will back you up. I told the same thing to John. Mm. And the party didn't back him up. But having said that, I don't blame Democrats for any of this. Zero. I blame the eight, including your own Matt Gates in Florida, especially. Nobody else was going to initiate this except him. A very confused power uh, publicity monger named Nancy Mace, who I think is totally clueless and worthless. And then seven others. I will never vote for anybody that doesn't uh, doesn't um, in decrease spending, or didn't get the appropriations bills done. Four were done. Eleven need to be done. You got four more weeks to do it. Like that clown over in uh, over in Montana that wants to be senator. So I'm looking at these people. I'm not going to vote for this because uh, we've been doing the same thing for too long, Washington. You have five advantages in one branch of government. What is wrong with you people? Mm-hmm. And now. Steve Scalise, the most popular guy, can't do it. Jim Jordan, uh, maybe too heavy-handed. So what? Grow up. Understand you guys got to get back to business. Well, we got to watch spending, get appropriation bills done. You haven't done a thing in two weeks because you blew up the Senate, excuse me, the House. You haven't done a thing. You haven't done a thing to cut back spending because you blew up the House. You haven't done a thing on impeachment because you blew up the speakership. So everything that you want to do, nothing's getting done. Mm. And that's and that's because you guys made your ridiculous uh, Ill thought out plan to blow up your own party. Mm. And Matt Gates looks worse every day. Thanks to Brian Kilmeade for being on the Inez Says podcast today. That's going to wrap it up for the podcast. Join me on the radio every weekday morning, Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO, 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time.